We're going to count to three. One, two, three. Go ahead, Cassie. Well, what an honor to have uh, Jacob Young here today. We are so excited. Uh, busy man, my goodness. Um, you've got a couple of um, movies we're going to talk about. Um, you've got a uh, film course going on and a podcast. Wow. Um, what do you want to talk about first? Well, I want to talk about the fact that uh, you guys are having fun. It's, uh, it's a real pleasure to, to be with you guys for this episode of the podcast, and um, uh, it just uh, it warms my heart. So thank you so much. Um, yeah, no, I've, I've been I've been pretty busy. Um, <laughs> you know, a lot, everybody always goes, hey, "When are you coming back to the back to the soap?" And that's always a question that uh, you know, for for me personally, it was always you know, it was such a, such a great opportunity to be on on those shows for as long as I I was, but artistically after time i had other milestones that i wanted to be able to accomplish and uh, i guess i mean we could talk a little bit about some of the current films that are are making their rounds in the festivals um i noticed uh, what is a uh, launch um i'm interested in knowing about that one so launch which originally was called prepare for launch <laughs> kind of a funny story actually because uh a lot of people, there was a movie, it was a romantic comedy, I think it was Failure to Launch. I think Matthew McConaughey um, was in it, and or somebody somebody like that. I think it was Matthew. Uh, but the problem is that it was always getting confused, and they're it obviously not at all similar in any way. Uh, this particular project uh, has been a passion project. It was sort of kind of uh, getting my foot in the door of, of producing uh, films and, and being part of production. This one is a, it's a short film, but ultimately our end game is to go ahead and do the full length feature. But the budget that we operated at was, was actually fairly high for a short film. And mostly because we had to deal with, uh, uh, NASA and Apollo and Apollo equipment or things that replicate Apollo's. And it was a period, it was a period piece during the, the Apollo missions. So, um, with that being said, we, we've had set, we had such a great time filming it. It looks amazing, and it just keeps landing in festivals. In fact, we we, uh, we, we won some awards in North Carolina already for it. We were just in Vero Beach uh, screening it down there with their festival. We got into L.A. Shorts in Los Angeles, which is awesome. Oh, no. oh. And now we, have, we also are heading down the first week of august to go to san antonio to their 28th annual festival down there um and so like for anybody who's listening that goes well what is the festivals all about why festivals well when you're an independent filmmaker there's a couple ways of going about it yes you can go ahead and try to sell to the big distribution companies sony's of the world and paramount and uh or netflix or hulu or any of these other streaming platforms uh but you know, they may want to, if the film is good enough, they they may buy it. They may not. But if they do want to buy it, they may not buy it for the price that you want. So by being an independent filmmaker, going around to the festivals, getting the accolades, getting some credits under your belt that way, will ultimately raise the budget when you sell it. Um, and so, yeah, so and that's basically kind of like what's been going on with this other film. 
Uh, a lot of the, the maybe, maybe the listeners that are going to tune into this that are into daytime television, my cohort and producing partner in this next project is my good friend Jason Cook, who of course was on Days of Our Lives, General oh. Hospital, and <laughs> he's made his rounds for many, many years. In fact, we've known each other since we were both teenagers. So that's um, that's how long we go back. And now, now we have a film that we produced last summer called Four for Fun. It's a it's a uh, it's a dinner party movie that has 11 different endings. Uh, and the, the, the Oh my one, God, I, that is I, amazing. I, I love that. I love that. It, it, was, it was a lot of fun to shoot. And that one is also making, we just got accepted. With, we've, we've been to Sedona, Sedona Film Festival for that one. And we just got accepted to the uh, Catalina Film Festival outside of Los Angeles, you know, Catalina Island. Right, right. And we just got accepted to the Portland International Film Festival in Oregon. So that's another project that's on the table, and um, he and I have another project that's in development. It's way bigger than any of these, and we're I, more to come on it because it's uh, incredibly <laughs> exciting uh, that this this project is moving forward. Um, I can say this much: uh, the, the the concept, the, the story that we're telling, uh, and the company that we're telling it had won an Oscar originally back in. I want to say the late 30s or 40s, early 40s, for the same, it's, it's not the same film, we're not doing a remake, but um, I have great expectations for this film, and so we're, we're in development right now with them, and that's going to be probably, uh, hopefully a game changer for everybody involved. <laughs> Oh, this this is so exciting, and you must be uh, so elated that things are going so well, so well. You know, it's, it's scary uh, branching out and trying something new, and uh, you never know how it's going to be accepted. You never do, and it's always sort of a gamble, especially in this industry. Um, but I, I can say, yes, I am elated um, about it because it's been going so well, uh, and. I, I, yeah, I, I guess it's just, it's, you know, it's kind of a dream come true. It's, you know, this is what I know. I grew up in front of the cameras. I started at 17 and a half, 18 years old, and was, you know, completely new to, you know, to the, the business. And, and now after you flash forward, I've been, in, you know, doing this 26, 27 years. And it's really just kind of that next step right you know you know i know i i was able to observe from the outside watching you know all those different positions producers ad's camera operators and i'm what they call a technical actor some actors will show up on set and just sort of do their acting um i'm an actor that does the acting but i also pay attention to all the technical aspects that are going on around me um and so that's why i guess going into the producing world was that next transition well it's, uh, that is it's, amazing that yeah. i congratulate you on that and i've been following your career for like it seems like a really long time because i remember you with um let's see it's follow i hope i get this right because it's been a while but i know it was general hospital i know it was um old and beautiful <laughs> yeah old and beautiful Yes, and then um, I want to see there was another one. Wasn't there another yeah, one you my, were on? All my children. Yes, oh, that one. All my children. Does we want to make yeah, sure we didn't miss that? that. Yeah, that I remember that one. I remember that yeah, one. All my children. Years. In fact, if you go to the brass tacks of it. 
I did more episodes of All My Children than any of them. And I was on Bold and I started on Bold and the Beautiful back in 1997 and then left that show after the first three years and went to General Hospital and then left that show and then ultimately ended up on All My Children. So, um, you know, but everybody watches their own networks. They watch their own shows. And, you know, everybody remembers from different different aspects. So uh, of, the, of, of my sort of <laughs> uh, career of, of working in daytime, but... Uh, it's it was always such a blast, and I, I have so many great friends and so many great memories from from working in in daytime television. Well, and the fans love you. The fans love you. I just saw a Twitter post this morning. I forget who it was from, and they they want you back. <laughs> oh yes, yes, we miss we miss you as a uh, Rick Forrest with Rick Forrester. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, it was that was a it was a fun character to play. And, um, you know, you never say never, uh, but at this point in my career, I'm just, I'm too busy to <laughs> even think about, you know, having a regulars. It's what I always call the blue collar world for actors is, is daytime because <laughs> it's so consistent. Yeah. You're working like every other day and or up to nine episodes in four days. It's just, it's just crazy. It's a, you know, it's a famine, but you never stop. And which is, you know, kind of why I had to transition because it was, I had to stop and smell the roses artistically for myself because I had never slowed down. I'd been working ever since I was 17. Yeah. And that was, you know, you know, it was, it was time for me to go, what does Jacob really want to get out of this? And I had to do some inner reflection. Uh, oh, I know what you're talking about. I've been there, done that. And, and you know what? To transition when you do it, it feels so, how do you say, it feels so liberating. Yeah, it, it does. It was, uh, I gotta say, the hard work, though, that went into it um, at times, uh, you know, after two years, because everything that's finally mounting and everything that's happening now was created several years ago. So you start to put yourself within those those lulls, for sure. And, but, you know, hopefully, hopefully you, you stay optimistic and you keep, you know, charging towards that goal. By doing that, now we're seeing fruits of the labor and you know not that it, you know, it didn't make my wife you know that necessarily that happy you know because obviously we want to we want to continue working we want to i got three kids yeah yeah but you know sometimes passion projects are just that you just have to be passionate and stay with it and and fingers crossed um it comes to fruition well you're doing you're doing marvelous you're uh you're 42 I'm 42. I'll be 43 in September. Yeah, you're coming. You're a Virgo, right? Yeah, that's right. Awesome. <laughs> 48 here. I'm Aquarius. So yeah, that's cool. I like that. I like My that. Brother, well, see you next week is an Aquarius. No. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you were also on um, uh, what is it? Walk the Walking Dead, correct? Yeah. So I did a couple episodes this last, the very last season. It was a I think it was a two or three part season just because because they, they were everything was locked down during COVID. Yes. And because of that, um, they were gearing up for their last season anyway. But because there was a whole, you know, there was a whole year that basically had to kind of take off. They really went ahead and, and structured this massive part to the last season episode, the last episodes, which was based in like two or three parts 
and I was uh, playing with some guys, and I loved the show, so I was like, man, it was just, just an honor to be on there, but I was part of two episodes uh, playing uh, another civilization that had been existing, not zombies, um, <laughs> Uh, and a lot of people are like, oh, so you played a zombie? And I'm like, no, I didn't play a zombie. That was a character. I did not. From my end, you're, you're breaking up. You're echoing. Are you still there? Uh, yeah, I'm still here. Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah, yeah you were cutting off for a little bit. Okay. But yeah, that is cool. Yeah, I, I, I love The Walking Dead. And I, when I heard that you were had had uh, appeared on it, I was like, okay, I'm going to have to catch up because I'm a little behind. Um, you know how it is. So many shows, it's hard to catch up. But when I heard that you were on it, I'm like, I'm going to have to definitely do some binging because I love that show. It was really good. Yeah, the last season, I have to say, a lot of people fell off from They always tell me season seven, season eight. Because there was a lot of characters that killed off that didn't make people happy, but they really, you know, they really put a bunch of effort into this last season. It was epic, I have to say. Now, High School Musical, um, what did you do in that? So I play Matt Cornett, who um, is uh, is one of the main leads on the show. He's now he's he's got all these Disney movies that are coming out too. I played his father on there, and uh, and it was just an awesome, awesome experience because you know you're dealing with kids that are like young, young singers, dancers, actors, dress, and uh, you know just to watch these guys work and, and uh, see that that you know that that, that expression that they you know that, that life force that's feeding them right now artistically is. It's really just, it's, I'm in awe. I'm in awe watching them. And so I was really lucky to be able to get to play with them uh, on an episode. And who knows, uh, there might be something else around the corner with that one. Oh, okay. That's um, for the new season, right? The new season coming up? Yes. No, yeah, so yeah, so this was last season. But there's, there's always something in the works. Okay, yeah, yeah. I love watching that show. And congratulations to the series. I heard it got picked up already for season four as well. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's it just keeps uh, keeps producing, and that's you know these Disney shows they typically go three, maybe four seasons. Uh -huh. But it's great that it just keeps uh, turning over. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, I watch it with my daughter, my teenage daughter. So we watch that. It's 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 a good show. I like it. Yeah. Well, I'd like to talk about um, how we met. I I met you at an event with uh, Patty with Sophis uh, last. Yeah. Uh, November, December. <laughs> it was so much fun. Like, how do you find the time to to go to these events? Um, well, you know, the, you know, the schedule is all, it's always a juggle, right? To, to, to do all the things. Cause I'm always, I'm always keep myself busy. Um, if I'm not doing something productive each day, uh, then I don't know. I just feel like I'm wasting, you know, wasting a day and I, and I work from home until I'm, actually doing something and physically out there at the location but um i what i can say i love the soap this events Soap <laughs> this events are always so much fun and there's a bit of glamour to them too like i've done a lot of these uh, soap opera signings over the years and pictures and events and things like that 
And, you know, some of them are, they lack a bit of that good luster. And I, one thing I can say about the soap events with Patty and Barbie and the people that attend, it's, it's, it's kind of, it's next level because it's, it's not only, um, you know, an intimate setting, it's a nice setting. There's always a really delicious meal that's involved in whatever, whatever place that we're at. Um, Great auction. You did, you did a fabulous job, uh, with the auction you really pulled it off at the last event that yeah was and, and yeah the and the auction is always fun because there's some really great items that are all that are available there for everybody and uh i you know i just it's it's really again it's it's just the next level of of uh, of an event and you know anybody who has never been to one should definitely you know come to this one or or even go to you know sign up. There's always something that they have going on for the next event. So it's sure. uh, it, it's always a lot of pleasure. It's a pleasure and it's a lot of fun to to see everybody and catch up. And of course, um, you know this event we got Eric Martsov. Uh, we got who else we got? We got Nadia Bjorland that's going to be there. Myself. Uh, uh, Bre- Brendan Barash, I think. Is yeah, Bar- yeah, Barash. Yeah, Barash. Yeah, Brendan's going to be there. Brandon Barash, and then there's. Uh, uh, Robert, right? Robert's gonna be there. Scott oh, Rob- Wilkes, yeah. Rob- Robert Wilkes, oh boy, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so it's we got we got quite the lineup for this one. Oh, yes. And I think you got Stacy too, right? Uh, yeah, I, I mean, the last flyer that I seen was was it, but maybe I, you know, you never know. Maybe there's a pop up yeah. guest. Uh, that's well, I've never gone, but I would love to one day. I, it sounds so exciting. Every time I hear it from Cassie, it makes me feel like I'm already there because she's so descriptive. I love how she explains like what is going on. So yeah, it's yeah. really cool. Well, well, what I like about it is Patty gets the community um, uh, involved, and uh, some of the items up for auction, I mean, uh, are fantastic. The community really comes together. Yeah, it, yeah. There's a, there's a lot of auction items that are locally sourced from, yeah. you know, from like jewelry items to you know. There's I don't know. There's you name it. It's it's on the table and there's a cast tree that they do, which I always oh, think is, yeah. <laughs> which is brilliant. Or or they, they it's like they either have gift cards or cash. They, they rotate it in and out, and that's pretty cool. I, I you know that's just it's again it's next level kind of events. So. No matter what, you're probably going to be leaving home, leaving the event with something in your hands, not just the memories that were made when we were there. Oh, and the fans love uh, getting together with the, the stars. And I have to say, you were uh, very gracious. I've, <laughs> I've uh, just been doing this podcast. When did we start, Willia? In November? I think so. Yeah, this is already our um, this is already our second season. <laughs> oh wow! So I mean, how many episodes have you guys had in this, or how many do you do a season? Oh, uh, maybe if we're lucky, maybe anywhere between twelve and eighteen. If we're lucky, oh, that's great. That's yeah. fantastic. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, oh, great we're, job. We're going strong. Yeah, we did. We're doing that one, and we have our other podcast, which is um, I'll be doing that one now, going on eight years, which is a Willie's View podcast. So me and Cassie do uh that we cross over so it's fun oh that's fun 
Yeah. Well, I spoke to you about our podcast, and you said, sure, get in touch with me. And I thought, because a lot of the uh, actors, you have to go through their agents, and I was so excited. And I oh, thought, tell me about it. I, I, Because I have my podcast, Real Conversations, which, you know, I, I've independently produced this for the last uh, two years. And I'm, you know, I'm, I'm in my second season, but... Um, in my second season are 50 episodes apiece because I do one every single week. Oh. And, and, and so I'm, I'm getting actually ready to transition to the third uh, season. Uh, and I'm, my, my, I'm actually right after you guys today. I'm talking with my team with iHeartRadio because we're, oh. we're making the transition. Real Conversations is going to be on iHeart. I saw that. Uh, Congratulations. Yeah. That is so cool. And I love your podcast, by the way. I, I listen to it on um, on Apple, so it's really cool. Oh, thank you so much. Oh, thanks so much for that. That, that means a lot. Just, you know, it, these things are you – know, there's a lot of podcasts that are out there. Um, you know, I talk to a lot of people that have podcasts as well. And it's, it's, uh, it's fun, though. It's fun to be able to work from home, talk about things that are going on. And, um, I just uh, – I enjoy the heck out of it. Yeah. yeah who, have you had, who have you had on your podcast? Do you have a, a favorite or a favorite discussion? When you say real, obviously the conversations are, what are they, every day? Or who, give us an example. Well, I mean, you know, there's a there's definitely a banter that just happens naturally. But I definitely, I structure every one of my podcasts. Uh, I, I write all the shows. I write, oh. all the, write all the intros for them. I task, you know, I, I reach out to whether it's agents, managers, or directly um, I just had Thomas Ian Nicholas. Uh, he's on this week right now. He'll be remember, you know, you remember him from Rookie of the Year, that big movie back in the day. Where oh right. Yeah, I was listening shirt. to that. That was a that was. I'm enjoying that that uh, segment. Oh my gosh, that is a big thing. He was on American Pie. He did all the American Pie series and mm-hmm. so many more. I think he has 800 titles, uh, films and TV shows that he's done over the years. Um, he's been literally working since he was seven and he's 41, 42 years old now. So he's, you know, he's just, he's always busy. He played Walt Disney, uh, in one of the, it was before Mickey, before Mickey, Walt Disney movie before Mickey. He's done so many and he's done such great character work. So, so he's, he's on, he, I had him. Um, I've recently been talking to a lot of hockey guys because we were coming up to the Stanley Cup. Mm-hmm. So oh, I, I saw that. I saw that. <laughs> I had several several guys from Jeremy Roenick to, and of course Jeremy is two time Olympian. Plus, of course, he was the first American hockey player to score over 500 goals. Yeah. He was a great conversation. That's a pretty current one. Um, I've got coming up. Coming up is uh, um, uh, Marty York. Now, Marty was in the movie Sandlot. Um, and, and he, which was a, it's such a cult classic now. Yes. But he, yes. he played the character Yeah Yeah. So, okay, yeah. You know, I got so you. He's, uh, so he's going to be on this coming week. So that's going to be a lot of fun. I don't know. I mean, I, can't, I really have a hard time uh, pinpointing. You know, there's been so many people. I've had Frank Stallone to Dina Martin to, like, I mean, you know, the Vegas act singers, Broadway stars. I've done, I've done a little bit of all of it. And, it's not because I know all these people. I've either, you know, seven degrees of separation or I have met them. But now it's it's kind of taking on a life of its own. I'm getting people reaching out to me going, hey, can I, can I be on your podcast? Like, right, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's so amazing. I love that. Doesn't it feel good to just go on that ride and just let it go? 
Oh, I love it. It's, it's, there's nothing else like it. It's, it, uh, it's, I've always admired radio mm-hmm. uh, when I'm growing up you know, yes. as a kid. And, yeah. and I think, wow, it's like, this is sort of that dream of being on the radio, but you get to do it from the comfort of your home. Yeah, and it's your own show. You're in control, and it's, again, that's another liberating feeling. And I guess the key word today would be liberating, because yes. when you do that transition <laughs> and you're really going for it, um, I know some people are afraid, but when you go for it, the end result is amazing. Yeah, oh, absolutely. You have that great feeling of accomplishment. And, and you know, the great thing about podcasting, you can talk about whatever you like. I mean, if you want to talk about crocheting, and then you want to podcast about <laughs> crocheting, create a podcast about crocheting. See yes. Some people checking it out. I mean, that, I, I love it because, you know, you don't have to conform to just like what radio and news radio has always been. Um, it, you really can formulate it to what you're passionate about. I laugh when I asked uh, people, I said, oh, no, I no, I couldn't come on, and oh, are you going to do a video? No, 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 it's just radio. It's just like talking to an old friend. And my daughter yes. says to me, yeah, but people don't talk anymore. <laughs> 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 I'm 79, I'm from the old school, and my daughter's 50, and she says, nobody talks anymore. They're, you know, they're texting, and... Oh, what, I said, okay, well, <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm going to keep at it. We've had some, some great people, and once they feel comfortable, then uh, we can't shut them up. <laughs> no, yeah. I love it. I love it. Yeah, that's how it goes. I mean, my wife says the same thing about communicating. She always goes, well, you know what, just call them. Don't text them. <laughs> but, but at the same time, you know, it's like, what's you know what's more convenient? Some people actually, I've ran into too many people now. Their daily voice was like, you want to get a hold of me now? Text me. Yes, that's what I do. And Cassie knows, right? We we do more texting yeah, than we do talking. <laughs> we go back and forth I'm on it. In the opposite uh, opposite direction, I don't have the time. I don't. Uh, anyway, it it is what it is, and I, I'm I'm just gonna keep doing my thing. <laughs> you do you. Yes, that's, that's right. what you gotta do. That's right. That's right. Well, you uh, you uh, I'm telling you, this is wonderful that you've taken the time to. Uh, to meet with us and um, you can give uh, Willie and I some uh, hints. Do we just keep at it? I, I don't want to hound people, you know, to be on the, on the show, but I, uh, I, you know, I'm in there on Twitter and Facebook and it, it's been working uh, pretty well. Yeah, no, yeah, no, I, I appreciate you guys having me on too. And, um, I, you know, I guess one thing I, I can just say, say to button up is, Anybody that, that wants to come to SoapThis.com, go to SoapThis.com, come, come to the event in October. I believe it's October 29th. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and we got an all-star group. If, you, if you're a soap fan and you're in the Florida, Georgia, South Carolina, Tennessee, it's not that big of a drive or a short little flight down. Um, these are always next-level events and so much fun. I've never heard a bad thing come out of anybody's mouth who's attended these events uh, because you're treated like a star yourself. And it's always at a nice either resort, a beautiful restaurant. It's always catered. It's always taken care of. Cocktail, reception, giveaways. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a blast. Yeah. It truly is. Mar- margaritas flowing. <laughs> margaritas flowing or your drink of choice. <laughs> I love how you do that. I've got some three. I got three key uh, questions to ask you. The first one was, what has been some challenging moments for you doing daytime? 
yeah, that's a good, great question. Uh, it, the, the whole experience of daytime television is very challenging. Um, mm-hmm. Anybody who's never done it before is really walking into a tornado because no, it doesn't matter if it's a film production or a TV show or a daytime show. It's like a chaos. It's just it's creative chaos. There's people running in all different directions. People mm-hmm. trying to make everything work and run smoothly. Um, I guess I guess the right term would be organized chaos because it always gets finished no matter what. Um, and so I guess the the most difficult challenge would be just learning the ins and the outs of a three four camera show and the, the, the extreme pace that they move at. So, you know, it's one or two takes if you get it right, and then they move on. And you have to live with that, and they have to live with that. So there's not so much artistic flexibility with the amount of time that we have. Oh, I wow. The hard, the hard, I think that's the hardest challenge in daytime. Wow, that sounds like a, like an ongoing roller coaster. It sounds exciting and scary at the same time. Yeah, um, it, you know, if you're new for, and even in, I still got nervous every single time I went out to set. Mm-hmm. And after about five or ten, you know, five to ten minutes, it all sort of starts to melt away. But that's because I care so much, right? And, yeah. In any, and I know where that was coming from. I would get nervous because I wanted to deliver the best job I I knew how to do under the time restraints. I used to have a director, uh, uh, Connell O'Brien. He was on All My Children. Then he went over Young and the Restless. He was on all my children for years and years, and he's he's directed stage and TV shows and everything under the sun. But he would be like, "Okay, so I want to go ahead and give you guys a couple notes. Here it is. Let's take a short prayer and go to tape, <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> I mean, it was just like you know, he wasn't giving you notes. He would just say, we'll just have a little prayer session and then move, go to tape.' And nobody was praying, of course, but it, he was saying that facetiously because." It's crazy. The amount of dialogue, the amount of uh, energy that has to come out, the amount of drama that has to happen to land everything. And we have to be ready to go. Everybody has to be ready to go by the time we're on set. So it's it's just a... Take take time and take a breath. Just take a deep breath. Yeah, exactly. I like that. I like that. That's kind of another way of saying... uh, Take the time to smell the roses, but in a whole new way. I love that. That's a that's an interesting take on that. Love that. Yeah. Oh, what did you envision for the characters that you betrayed, p- portrayed? Like you know, like all the characters you portrayed. Did you ever envision like some scenarios that you didn't get to play for them, but you would have enjoyed? Yeah, sure. Um, I thought specifically. Uh, the Bold, the Beautiful, Rick and Maya, there was a lot more story to play there. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, that show is a half-hour show, which actually equates to about 18 minutes of actual screen time. Yeah. And there's a lot of players that are on that show. Not as much as an hour show, but quite a bit. Always more than we needed. And that was good because they were there to support. But um, when you have such important storylines to, to tell, like the storyline that we were telling... Um, there were so many other levels that it could have gone to, and I feel like there was a there was a lot more meat on the bone, and and there was stuff that I had even mentioned to them that I feel like they were missing. Yeah, and, and of course nobody likes to be told what what to do, but, <laughs> but at the same time there was there was there was a lot more story. So I wish 
I would have gotten more out of out of that role. Yeah. Um, towards the end there, it just became sort of glib, and not for me, but just the stories in general. Um, for 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 Rick and Maya, you know, we we're just showing up, delivering two or three lines here and there. And yeah, we felt it. You felt yeah. it. Yep. It was yeah. like you guys were just delivering a pizza, and that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, yeah, or going. a side to yeah. Thanksgiving or something like that. It, it was at that point I was like, you know what? I think I'm gonna I'm gonna have to politely bow out so I can artistically be fulfilled and not worry about this schedule so much. Yes, but at, amen. But at the same time, uh, I, I had a I had a blast playing all the roles I played. I, you know, Lucky Spencer on General Hospital. Uh, all my children playing, you know, uh, J.R. Chandler. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I've been very fortunate. I've played the, the the son of the patriarch on every show I've been on. You know, Tony <laughs> Geary was my father. Tony the Cook was my father. Yeah. Um, and, of course, David Canary on, on All My Children was my oh, father. So, so, so I, had, I, had a, I, I was very fortunate to be able to play the roles that I have. I got to say, while you're here, you're going to blush. My favorite scene of you on All My Children was where um, your character catches Babe and um, Bianca in bed together. Bianca. They got that was funny because that was like, what is going on here? <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, how did you I do? Know. How did you guys do that without laughing? Because that was like such an intense moment. Did you have to break through when you did it? Like, was it just like a quick take, or did you have to do like maybe two takes doing that? I think it was several takes. Um, oh, okay. If I remember right, now, I mean, typically, you know, but it was just there was a lot of dialogue. I think. I mean, I think that was it was a couple episodes worth of uh, material. Yeah. But but yeah, but that was it was obviously it was a lot of fun and everybody was having a good time. Those were great days. Those are actually my most memorable days in all of daytime television was working on all my children, working with David Canary, working with Michael Knight, working with Cameron Matheson, all those people. It was just, it was just a, a, a brilliant time living in New York city and, and working on a TV show. There's nothing better than that. Wow. And wow. with the possibility of, because we, we, we heard that uh, Kelly Ripa was trying to create the return for Pine Valley. Um, would you see yourself returning for that, or do you think that's too dark for you to return as, um, the character that you played before? Oh, I would definitely be open to, you know, joining that, but it feels like it fell wayside. I don't know where, yeah. where that is, but yeah. there was a lot of talk, and Deadline had it come out on IMDb, and there was all sorts of talk that there was something that was going to possibly be happening but I don't know if ABC said, no, it's not going to work or, or what. I Honestly, I know it's probably about just as much as you do. And uh, Yeah, we yeah, were I worried. Would, I would totally be open to that, to come back uh, for an episode or two as, as J.R. Chandler. Yeah, we, we were worried about you guys there because we know that with COVID, a lot of companies got shut down. So we were, we were concerned about where, where what's going on with the, the possibility of, of uh, Pine Valley. But... Definitely, it's just when I heard that it was a possibility that you guys would do it for like daytime in the prime time, I was so excited about that. So that that definitely got me started on that. So another question I want to ask is, do you have any advice for other aspiring actors? 
Yeah, um, that's always a that's always a big question. Um, and you know, recently I had Eric Nelson on the podcast, and I asked him the same question. But I, I feel so connected to that answer um, because you know, it's really kind of been my mantra as well. You have to know in an industry like this how competitive it is. You, you know, I would never want to tour anybody away from it. But if you know you want it, you feel you want it, you can't sleep because you want it so bad, then pursue it and make sure any opportunity that comes up that you are putting 110% of yourself in it because there's a thousands of other people that are do, going to try to do it better if you just slip up one time. It's, it, it's, it's as competitive as NFL, Major League Baseball. It's a profession <laughs> in the same way. And literally 0.10%, a tenth of a percent, are working actors in this industry consistently. And who was the actor you just mentioned? Uh, Eric Nelson. He was on 1883, uh, the, the, the the prequel to Yellowstone. Oh, okay, okay. And, uh, you know, I've, I've known him for a long time, and, you know, he's just his career just keeps blossoming, and he did an amazing job in 1883. And you know he's he's uh, he's also the youngest Broadway producer, winning Broadway producer of all time. Also, like one of the youngest winning executive producers of a TV show too. So he's uh, he's got quite the career. Oh boy, powerhouse! <laughs> yeah. Oh well, that's good. Uh, excellent advice. You have to keep uh, ahead of the game for sure. I love that. Love it. Do you have um? The any um like the media that were your fans can follow you so they know that it's you and not unfortunately there's a lot of fake personators out there so do you have any yeah. key uh there's links that you can give us? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I mean, there's you know basically the the main thing to look for to as I, you know if you're typing in Jacob Young, mm -hmm. there will be Jacob Youngs that will come up. Uh, it's the certified blue check that's by it, um, okay. and there's been a there's been a ton of people, of course, that have contacted me over the years. I probably had 30 fake accounts that have tried to hack in and get to know people that are following me. Uh, just be wary of that. If it doesn't have, you know, it doesn't have that blue check by it, it's definitely not me. Um, but I would just say it's it's Jacob underscore W underscore Young. But if you type in Jacob Young on Twitter or Instagram. Uh, most likely you're going to find me. I'm most active on Instagram and, and Twitter. I do a post on Facebook, and that's that's there too. So, uh, you know, please feel free, free to follow. Keep up with what's going on. There's always some fun, exciting things that are around the corner. Yeah, be sure to put the W in that. Uh, that's what I found in the underscores. So, but uh, Willie will do his magic. He puts, he, he yes. check the <laughs> yes, it's been such a joy having you, and we definitely want you back, hopefully in the fall. And think of us, if you need an extra guest, Cassie and I would love to be your guest for your season oh, wow. three. Yeah, <laughs> That's that's very sweet. I, I really appreciate you guys' time and, and having me on, and, and thank you so much. Yeah, and yeah. Cassie. well, before we let you go, we're going to play a little game. Cassie's got a fun game we play. It's called Speed Zone. <laughs> 
She's going to ask you six <laughs> questions, and you just answer from the top of your head uh, an answer. Go ahead, Cassie. Okay. It's all yours. Your, your three favorite foods. Uh, I love steak. I love uh, broccoli and oh, ice cream. Nice. Ice cream. Oh, okay. <laughs> what flavor? Um, I like chocolate. Anything that's got chocolate in it, uh, you, I'm game. Well, that's where you get all your energy. <laughs> um, uh, foods that you don't like. Foods that I don't like. Ooh, that's a tough one. Um, oh. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm pretty friendly with most foods. Uh, I would have to say, oh, gosh, God, I can't say because I mean, I don't know. Uh, foods <laughs> I don't like. This is a hard one. Um, <laughs> Well, Liver's topping the list with most of our, uh, when we asked our uh, our guests, and Liver's uh, number one on the list. Yeah, you know, I, honestly, I've never tried Liver. I know oh. it's really lean, but so, but so I can't tell you whether or not I like it or not. I probably would, I don't know, I would probably taste it. I don't know. Yeah, I, you know, I try to stay away from bad foods, and even though they're good tasting, because yeah. I still love them, and they wouldn't qualify. So I would just say, I, 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 for the bad stuff, I, I try to stay away from you know anything that's too fattening. And um, I, oh, here's one I don't love. I don't love cake. I love I, I love ice cream, but I don't like cake. Oh, how oh, cool! Really? How cool! <laughs> <laughs> Who knew? Who knew? Uh, yeah. What's your favorite music? Um, my favorite music is country music. Okay. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Uh, have you read any good books lately or seen any good movies? Uh, seen any good movies? Um, yeah, you know, I mean, I you know, Top Gun stands out oh. right now. Yes, uh, that was yeah. good. I love Maverick. Oh, my God, yeah. that was a good movie. Yeah, so I think right now, currently, that's, for me, it's, it's, uh, that's would definitely be the one. Did you cry? I want to see that. I want to see this one uh, where the Kodak sing. Yes. Oh yeah. Yes, that looks really good with uh, executive producer um, Reese Witherspoon. Reese Witherspoon. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yes. Did you cry on Maverick? I saw, the, I saw the woman that wrote the book, and it took her ten years to write the book. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah, it was on C CBS Sunday Morning last week, and it, uh, just amazing uh, her story. Ten years, ten years wow. to write that. Yeah, book. it was amazing. <laughs> Jacob, did you, uh, did you, were you moved to tears when you watched Maverick? I, you know, I'm a very, I'm a, a very sentimental person, so yeah. it, it doesn't take much to get uh -huh. some moisture in my eyes. So, yeah. Uh, well, Cassie and I send you hugs because that was a really good movie, and it was such. A, I won't spoil too much for the fans if they don't hurt who's on it, but. It was very emotional and very exciting, and I, I enjoyed the, the seeing um, Tom Cruise back as Maverick. I, I was just such a thrill, because I love the first movie. It was so good, the original Top Gun, and this oh, one yeah. definitely matched for me. It definitely matched it, so it makes an equal equal for me on both of them. What did you think from, like, a level from 1 to 5? How, how far did you like it? Uh, you know, it's up there. It's like a 4.8, almost perfect yeah. movie, you know? It's exactly. Definitely, it's, it's, it would be high on my rating. I like that. Uh, if we got to listen to your um, playlist of music, what would be the top four favorite songs that we would hear? Well, 
um, I love this this artist. He's also a dear friend of mine, Cody Jinks. Uh, he's a uh, he's probably the biggest independent country artist in the on the planet. Okay. Um, but now his music is some of his music is actually going to be on the radio. Like Nashville finally caved, and that wasn't because he wanted it. This mm-hmm. guy doesn't need doesn't need radio play because he's that that successful. But you would definitely catch a Cody Jinks song on there. Maybe loud and uh, loud loud and heavy is one of his, his songs. Mm-hmm. Um, I love anything with classic rock, so anything from Boston would be probably in my, my playlist. And then I, I still do a lot of alternative rock throwbacks. Oh. Um, so anything like Alice in Chains or you know uh, Pearl Jam or Stone Temple Pilots, I'm still I'm still a kid again when I listen. Nice, to that. I like that. I like that. <laughs> well, if we get a chance, we would love to do a campaign to put you back on other shows like. For example, the return for Big Sky, I think you'd fit perfect into that cast. Oh, yeah, yeah. My, my wife watches that show. I haven't caught any of the episodes, but she says it's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we're going to have Reba McIntyre. Right in. We got Reba McIntyre this season coming up, and also uh, Jensen Ackles. Um, he's going to be on there, too, so that's that'll be exciting. Oh, yeah, I love Jensen. He's great. What other questions did you want to ask him, Cassie, for your uh, speed round? <laughs> what do you do in your spare time? <laughs> in my spare time? Uh, in the mornings, I get my workout in, which I've already done this morning. I've had my workout. Yeah. And um, I, I like to cook because, you know, I, I've got three kids and I work a lot from home. And I like to eat good food. So I know what it, you know, I like to do most of the cooking in the house. That's one of my spare time oh, favorites. Really? Oh, well, what's your what, what's a fast uh, good recipe? We usually put uh, recipes in our newsletter. <laughs> um, yeah, well, fa- I mean, a fast good recipe. I mean, well, I mean, there's there's a lot of things we can cook fast. Um, I mean, easy. You know, obviously anything in the crock pot. You know, I, I, oh, I, yes. I, I, okay. I love I love throwing stuff in the crock pot many times, but I I do everything from fish to um, I, you know. Uh, I mean, you name it. I have a Traeger grill too. I, I'll smoke things. I will make beef jerky for the kids. I, <laughs> I, I mean, you you name it. Uh, yeah. Any secret ingredient that you use or special that, that I, I I think most importantly, it's it's having the fresh herbs that are the right herbs for the dish. Um, okay. And I think a lot of people don't realize that when they're making stuff, you know, just salt and pepper. And yes, that could be good enough. But if you really want it to be next level food. Make sure you take a look at what herbs actually work well with other, you know, things that you're making. So, um, yeah, so I'm big into fresh herbs. Oh, good point. Good point. Well, you never know. You might have a uh, a cookbook or something like that. Yeah, you never know. You might do a future cook. <laughs> Maybe you can do a future cooking show. You never know what, what the future holds for you. Hey, I, you know, it's funny. I was looking back through some old stuff and somebody wanted a reel of some, some fun stuff that I was doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was I had an episode on the talk and I was cooking with um, with Chris Jenner and, and me. I was making one of my famous soups. I do a lot of soups. Mm-hmm. Oh! I just, I'm a big believer in, in the health, uh, like the healthy, what comes from, you know, uh, Eating, drinking soups, and you know, keeping them low sodium. Uh, soups are great; uh, they're easy to digest, and most people don't realize that. That's yeah, e- easy to digest, and you can get you know, if you do it right, you can get all that nutrients out of it. And so, I, I love to make a, a nice asparagus puree. Oh. I do you know? I do, I do every. I mean, anything that's green, but I also I do I do chicken southwestern soups. I do. I love to do stews. 
I, you, you name it. This is family spoiled by my cooking. <laughs> I love that. I love, yeah, my mom, she does that with the crock pot. She, uh, we recently just did the, the pulled pork in the crock pot. So I know what you mean about cooking. That's, it's exciting and, d- and delicious. Yeah, you mean you just you just you put all the ingredients in, give it a good stir, and then let it sit the rest of the day. You know, yeah. <laughs> turns out beautifully. It's a, it's it's got to be one of the biggest cooking hacks of all time. Crockpots. There you go. Are you have you been discussing any uh, any uh, cooking and that on your real conversations? You know, I mean, I, I don't think we've ever really gone into that because I, I with real conversations most of the time I, I I really try to get to the heart of of, of people. Um, we try to focus towards the end of the podcast a little bit on mental health uh, oh. and, and, and talk about the hurdles that my guests have come over to get to where they are today. Yeah, yes. but I think, health, I think healthy eating um, supplements, uh, it, it's a missing link with mental health. A hundred percent. You're absolutely yeah. right. Yeah. You know, yeah. If you don't have the right nutrients pumping through your body, into your brain, gut health access, you know, the brain oh, access. I, 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 Absolutely, absolutely. And kids today, uh, we got to get away from the sugar. We got to get away from all this, you know, the processed, yeah, yeah, processed foods. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. I'm, I am. That's what I, I, I make one at least one amazingly fresh, healthy meal each day. Because yeah, even if I get my kids to eat five, six bites, seven bites of something <laughs> of each thing, yeah. then great. I know I've done my job. I've yeah. Got you know, the nutrients in them, and then they can, because, you know, they're kids. They're going yeah. to eat processed foods. That's that's what yeah, they like. And their peers. Their yeah, peers. That's, I get that. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. Well, I definitely commend you for doing what you are for the, um, for mention, mentioning and aware for others about the mental mental yeah. illness, because I'm definitely one of those that has all the, those conditions. So from, from me to you, thank you for doing what you do. Oh, thank you. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I do too. I suffer from anxiety. I suffer from yeah. uh, depression. I've, I've constantly been battling that my entire life. It does not matter how successful somebody is. We all battle demons in, this, in different ways. And, um, and I refer to them as demons because that's when all the bad thoughts flow in is when the anxiety, the depression and all those things kick in. Yes. So, um, but yeah, thank you for that. Yeah, my kids, Cassie, my, my kids are, uh, my son's 13. I have a daughter who's going to be nine. She's our middle child. And my Grace is six years old. Oh, so you've got, got the whole gamut there. And fun, my uh, godson just turned 15, so. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah, my daughter, my daughter's going to be 15 and my son's in college. So, yeah, wow. I'm a, I'm a, nice. I'm, yeah, single daddy here. So, yeah, it it's. Kids all the world, man. They they change your life. They do. They absolutely do. Communication is key, and you got like his uh, my godson's mother says, "I'm going to give him to you for a couple of weeks. You're you're stricter and you're this." And <laughs> I said, that, "That's fine. That's fine. I keep yeah. him in line. <laughs> he loves it. He loves it." <laughs> oh, I bet. Well, we're having so much fun, and we definitely want you back. Hopefully, like I said, you can come back in the fall. And um, you've definitely made some more besties today. Um, I'm out of here in, in New Braunfels, Texas. And um, uh-huh. then you know where Cassie's at. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. in uh, St. Pete, Florida, and I'm yeah. looking forward to, uh, to the event. I'm going to see you there, take lots of pictures and videos, and we're going to have a great time. Yeah, looking forward to it. Again, guys, thanks so much for having me on. And oh, thank you. Yes. Thank you. It means yeah. a lot. 
we'll wish you the best of the the day and um, enjoy your weekend. I can't believe it's already Friday. We we survived another week. Yay! Yay! <laughs> That's a win. <laughs> All right. Well, you have a blessed weekend. And again, um, you know, drop by anytime. We'd love to have you. Thanks for having me on. I'll talk to you guys soon. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. 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 Hello. All right, Cassie. That was so amazing. I enjoyed every minute of it. Yeah, he's uh, he's a super guy. Super guy. And I like that he mentioned about transitions and we talked about liberations and just everything. It was just such an amazing, amazing uh, interview. I, I enjoyed it. Having yeah, covered covered all the bases, and we can say, uh, listen to the podcast. Some yes, you, yeah. You never, you, you never knew about uh, <laughs> Jacob Young. Oh my God, he gave us insight on his um on the cooking. I love that. How yeah. it's more than just salt and pepper. That's a keynote to remember for you, those of you that love to cook. He gave us some keynotes right there. There we go. I'm gonna Google herbs, and maybe we can do. Oh, we maybe we can do a podcast just on uh, on uh, recipes and food and and what's good and what isn't. And <laughs> yes, yes, I. It's just so, so much how fun. Many po- how many podcasts has he done? He does one a week. I think so. I think it's once once a week. Yeah. Boy, he's he's super busy. I can't believe all that he's doing. Wow. <laughs> yes, it's um, it's awe inspiring. Do we have any future guests coming up that you know of? I'm I'm working on it. I had a couple of people last night. I was out and uh, they said, "You do a podcast? Oh, yeah. I want to do a podcast." I said, "Well, what do you want to talk about? Anything, anything." I said, well, "Okay." <laughs> oh, how cute! I love that. I love that. Well, Actually, he's a, he's a bar, he's a bartender. His name is. Um, Jordan, he's a bartender and he details um, uh, exotic cars, you know, like cleans exotic cars. Yes. So, uh, and he's, he's interesting. He's a single dad and, you know, he loves his baby and he's uh, working hard as a bartender. He mixes a killer margarita. <laughs> I love that. I love that. All right. So, um, what would you call favorite song of the day for our listeners tonight? Um, what would you say would be your favorite Elvis Presley song that you would say would be our song of the day? Oh, somebody posted on Facebook this morning, one of the last songs that he sang at his last concert. Okay. And it it was Hurt. H-U-R-T? H-U-R-T, and that, uh, that has always been a favorite of mine you know people today with Elvis I I I was 11 years old when I first um, uh, heard his music Mm -hmm. and the first time I saw him in concert in 1957 nice I love that and also um, that that's great that you got to to listen to that kind of powerful music well, I saw I saw him in '57, the beginning of his career, mm-hmm. and I saw him in 1975 
uh, at the end of his career. And I can tell you that the auditoriums, the the sound was deafening, and it never changed from the first time I saw him uh, to the last time I saw him. And being a teenager in the 50s, 50s and 60s, uh, his songs got us through a lot of, you know, people, oh, hard times, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. There were hard times. We had, we had the Cold War, we had um, inflation, we had everything, everything that's going on today. And he resonated so well with his fans because he, uh, the feeling, and his gospel music is still, my mother, she was 85 when she passed, and she used to listen to his music every day, loved his gospel uh-huh. Well, I've got a picture I'm going to post later today for you because I know that you, just like me, being such a big Elvis fan. Um, what can you tell the listeners about uh, Soap This so that they can check out the um, the cool event coming up? Um, are we recording this? Still. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, we still got some time left over. Oh, and I just wanted to make sure to... me off guard. Just a second. I'm going to bring it up on... Uh... And again, I want to thank Patty. Uh, she puts on a fa- fabulous event. Um, and here is for uh, As the Leaves Turn, the 2022 holiday event. It's Saturday, October the 29th, okay. 2022, in Clearwater, Florida. The event starts with a photo shoot, followed by a cocktail reception. Dinner will be served immediately after, and we will close the event with a question and a- answer uh, for the soap stars, a raffle, and an auction. And I can tell you, I've been to a number of uh, Patty's events, and they are wild. They, I mean, it's great. It's well worth the, the ticket. The stars are so friendly. Just to get close to the stars and have your picture taken with them and talk to them. Mm-hmm. They're all so uh, friendly and pleasant. Um, now, uh, she's going to have a charity event, uh, a veterans charity event. That's going to be announced uh, later. Okay. Now, uh, the people that are going to be there is uh, Eric Martsoff, Brandon Barash, Rob Wilson, which I didn't, I don't know if he's new. I, that's been on uh, Days of Our Lives. Uh, Nadia um, is going to be there, and Jacob Young. Nice. I love that. All right, everybody. And we Patty, had so Patty's much fun. If you want to call, call Patty, uh, there are uh, some of the tables are full because mm-hmm. you get to sit at a table. They Each uh, soap star has a table. Okay. And uh, I know uh, quite a few of them are. Um, are full, but there are tickets available, and her number is 727-210-5143. Awesome. I love that. All right, everybody. So this is Willie, and if you're not closing, you're not working. And Cassie? <laughs> and I might get into cooking it. Well, I cook all the time. But uh-huh. you know, you know me. I'm a good cook, and I, I cook, but... I, I, I'm trying to get my daughter to do more cooking. <laughs> but uh, Jacob is right. They're uh, herbs, and uh, that's kind of a missing link. You can change the whole taste of a, of a meal with uh, with herbs. I love um, basil. 
Yes. I love angel. I love rosemary. Of course, tons of garlic. I yeah. love garlic. So. Yeah. I love that. So, All right. So <laughs> we had so much fun. And for us, this will be a little break for us. We'll be on hiatus. We're taking a break for next was it next week already and the first week of August. But we'll be back. At least by second week of August. But we'll keep reposting all of our favorite segments that we've been sharing with all of you and wonderful guests that we've had this whole exciting season. And special shout out to our guest today, uh, Jacob Young. For sure. All right, everybody. And Have and, a uh, blessed well, weekend. Well, uh, everybody's busy. I'm 